Welcome to You Meet the Counselling World, the podcast dedicated to student counsellors and their road to getting qualified and beyond. Today it's episode 7 and we take a good look on how to build your own self-confidence. If you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and would like to leave a review, please do. It would really help me out. Anyway, let's get comfy and let's get started. Hello everybody, well here we are for episode 7. Today I wanted to talk a bit to you all about self-confidence and how to build it. And I know that from previous episodes this is something that's going to be quite interesting to quite a few of you. One of the most popular episodes I've ever made is dealing with feelings of not feeling good enough, if that makes sense to you all. And actually this links really closely into that. It's about how do I feel confident in myself? How do I feel confident in what I am offering in my work? And how do I feel confident to go for those dreams and make it happen? It's something which I think plagues so many of us, doesn't it? And not just in our work as counsellors or as, you know, in, in our studies and we're doing our training. It plagues us in so many different ways, whether it be in, in relationships or business opportunities, in our ambitions around where we live and how we live our lives. There's so much about confidence and actually how it can really get in our way if we don't feel confident in ourselves. And when I talk about self-confidence, I don't mean, you know, having a really big kind of ego and and (laughs) thinking that everything is about you. It's actually about just knowing deep down that you can trust yourself and that actually I can manage this. I can trust in my ability to cope and I will be okay. So all of those things really come up within self-confidence and I think it's a really big subject and it can cover so many different parts of us as human beings, can't it? But actually when I come to think about breaking it down and thinking about it specifically for you guys as student counsellors, there's a few things that kind of spring to mind and I thought that I would take the opportunity to talk to you about some of that today. And I hope that that's something that you would all find useful. And I think it will be. I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling confident <laughs> in that today, that, that hopefully you will find this useful in some way. I hope you've all had a great week and I hope that things have been kind to you. And it's really interesting, isn't it, as things are starting to open up everywhere and, you know, the sunshine is out and lots of people are going out and doing things. I guess something in that leads back to self-confidence doesn't it because it takes a lot to go out and socialise in groups of people again and to walk back into pubs and restaurants and to see people and to be with them and to take you into that sometimes that can can need confidence especially when we've all been out of the social loop for so long haven't we I mean what a drudge it was it was a long time to just sort of be cocooned in our own worlds and now we're back into having to face people again, aren't we? And, you know, go and dress up. And who's done that recently? You know, gone to the wardrobe to find something to wear for going out. And I don't know about you, but I lived in tracksuit bottoms for, you know, for the best part of a year. So there's so much that starts to kind of come up for, in all of those things. And self-confidence is a really big part of that. You know, that outfit you're going to wear or how you're going to get ready or the shoes that you're going to wear or what you might say to people all of this comes down to how confident you feel in yourself so one of the things that I thought I would talk to you about is that idea around self-belief and one thing that I sometimes think is a really helpful thing to do 
and that's to write down two or three things each day perhaps you get into bed of an evening time or maybe first thing in the morning as you're having your cuppa write down those two or three things that you're really proud of about yourself or about something you've achieved that day or that week or however you need to do this however it fits into your life I quite like doing something like this before bed you know as I get into bed of an evening time being able to think about okay what has gone well today what am I pleased with today what am I proud of today and really just home in on that even if it's two or three really tiny things really tiny you know I I don't know I managed to just to sweep the car out or I managed to make a really lovely dinner for me and my family whatever it is whether it's something small or something bigger just be proud of something for yourself and to start to transfer those really negative self-talk that we sometimes have into something so much more positive and so much more kind, I suppose. It's about being kind, isn't it? So by starting to really develop a sense of things that I did well, things that worked for me, things that feel good for me, by starting to develop all of that and cement it, whether you write it down or whether you just think about it, is entirely up to you. But just really home in on those things and really believe them. Believe what you're telling yourself about yourself. Because that's so important, isn't it? It's not just words. We've got to take them in and believe them as well. That leads me on really nicely, actually, to my next point, which is about when people give you feedback, be really, really careful with that feedback and treat it with the respect and honour that it deserves. Because actually, whether you're, you're getting feedback within your training or whether you're getting feedback in a different setting, when somebody gives you feedback, equally take hold of the positive things that they've said about you. Equally take hold of that in the same kind of level that you take hold of the more constructive feedback that they might give you. So for example, if somebody says, you know, wow, I think you're really good at your job, and I think that you're a really organised person, but it would be really lovely to see you push yourself out of your comfort zone sometimes. If somebody said those things to you, where sometimes we can take that is forgetting the two lovely things that they say and taking hold of the the real difficult bit, the bit where someone's saying, oh, maybe you should push your comfort zone a bit, you know, really ruminating on that. But actually, if we take hold of everything in equal measure, we're getting a much more balanced picture of ourselves, aren't we? So be really careful to not throw away the positive things that somebody has said about you. If they're giving you constructive feedback, they're being constructive and they're being kind with that, they will mean all of the three things that they've said. They won't just mean the one negative thing that they might have mentioned. They'll mean all three things because they're being, they're coming at it from a place of honesty, aren't they? So bear that in mind. It's really important that, you know, if somebody says 99 amazing things to you, and then one thing that's perhaps something for you to work on in the future, be careful to not throw away the 99 amazing things and and sort of berate yourself with the one slightly more constructive point. Because that really can eat into our self-confidence, can't it? So I really think it's important to be aware of that. You know, somebody says something really lovely and really good and positive, take hold of that, thank them for it, and let yourself absorb it, let yourself believe what they've said. I think that that is one of the best things that we can do for helping to build that within ourselves. The other thing I wanted to sort of touch base on is about evaluating yourself with kindness. 
So when you think about things that you've done or the things that you've achieved, doing that in a really kind way, in a really empathic way towards yourself and saying, I notice that that I've, I've felt this because I've done something really good, but actually it probably isn't that good. It's not as good as, you know, Helen up the road. <laughs> She's done it much better than me. So it's actually about taking hold of that and saying, I'm really pleased with what I've done. I've done this under difficult circumstances or I'm just learning, I'm just at the beginning of my road. I've done it this way this time, but next time I might try it a different way just to experiment. So being very kind and not allowing yourself to berate what you've done and to bring yourself down by saying things to yourself that are negative and nasty, because we all can do that, can't we? We can all be so negative and nasty to ourselves. And we wouldn't dream of speaking to other people like that. (laughs) So let's try, all of us, to be really kind of careful with how we speak to ourselves, remembering to be kind as well as pushing ourselves a bit. Kindness is also so important within that. Another point, actually, about all of this stuff is about comparisons. So you can see somebody else do something and you can think, oh, well, they've done it much better than me. Or, oh, they've done it that way and I wish I'd looked at it like that. Wow, they've done amazing work and what I've done is really shabby. Let's try not to compare ourselves because I think, as I touched on in a previous episode... It's really difficult when we begin to compare ourselves because we're all in different situations in our lives. We're all working towards something different and we've all got different responsibilities. We've all got different experiences. And when you take all of that into account, it's actually really difficult to compare yourself to somebody else. But we all do it, don't we? We all compare ourselves to the to the person that we sit next to or somebody that we work with. And we think, oh, they've got it so brilliantly or they've done such a great job and I haven't. But look at that bigger picture of what you've achieved. Look at it from a point of view of I've done it as me. I've not done it as, I don't know, Fred. I've done it as me. And that's really, really key to this. Accepting that when you do something you're doing this as you and that is absolutely enough. I think that that's so important isn't it and I I just wish I might go and write that down it feels really a really important statement that you know I've done this as me and I have done it and I'm enough and just keep going with that kind of phrasing for yourself. You're doing this as you, you're not doing this as Fred or Helen, you're doing it as you. Um, and remembering that because we're all individual and we're all completely unique in what we bring to this world. I really like that way of looking at it and I don't know, I wonder how you all feel about it. It'd be lovely to hear from you about that if you do want to connect and let me know your experiences of comparisons and how comparisons have been positive or negative for you. I know myself that I've compared myself many a time to people and it hasn't done me any favours. I I just compare myself to the version of them that I see. I don't always compare myself to the reality of what it is to be them and what it is to live the life like they do. And so sometimes we can have a really skewed opinion of what somebody else is or what they are about. (laughs) And before we know it, we are comparing ourselves to fictional version of that person, if that makes sense to you. So remember that whatever we're telling ourselves, we don't always tell ourselves the truth all day long. We tell ourselves lots of lies, lots of things that aren't actually true. So remembering to piece all of that together and to remember, I've done this as me. 
and that is enough. Well, that's a very passionate bit, wasn't it? I got really got into that. <laughs> I just feel so important. I, I can't sort of stress that enough, just how important this stuff is. Not just for all of you guys and for me, but actually for everybody to really take hold of thinking about how to be confident, how to sort of trust in our ability. It comes down to a lot of that is being kind and that self-kindness is just so difficult sometimes, isn't it? It's like trying to push a rock up the hill. But it is still important to be kind to ourselves because that's what builds the basis of the conversation that we have. Learning and realising that we can't know everything and realising that probably throughout the rest of your career and throughout the rest of life, you will always be learning and always will be evolving. And this beginning of your journey is just that, it is the beginning. And when you reach the middle of the road, you'll still be learning. And when you reach you know, the latter parts of that road, the learning will still be there. And you'll still be developing and changing. And things don't stay the same with practice. They really don't, you know, they change and we start to find different ways of being with people or we find different interventions that work well for us with people or we gain more experiences through, you know, CPD and things like that where we really learn and pick up new skills along the way. But that's true of you as a, as a student and it's equally as true of me as a qualified counsellor of, you know, 10 years or so. So it's really important to remember that all of us are continually learning and that doesn't make us less of a person. I think learning is a really positive thing. And so it's okay to not know everything. At this moment in time, it's okay to not know everything. If you can take anything away from this podcast today, I think that's a really good thing to take away, that everybody is continually evolving. Nobody is the same. Nobody stays the same. And the version that you are of yourself now may well be very different to the version of yourself that you come across in the next five, ten, two years, you know, it varies, doesn't it? So it's about remembering that we all have something to offer, regardless of where we are in our road. We're all working through something and life brings us different challenges and different experiences. And all of that goes into our work, doesn't it? In some way, shape or form, it helps to shape us as counsellors, but it also shapes us as human beings too. Begin by accepting that you will change along this journey. The model and the version of yourself, or it's almost like the model number, isn't it? The version number on your phone or something. It's perfectly decent. The, the, the version of Android or whatever it is you have, or iOS that you have right now, is perfectly decent. It's good. It works. It's all fine. Then you get an update further along the line and that's really good too you know it works and maybe there's been a couple of embellishments a couple of improvements and then you get another version and then that might be the super duper version with loads on it and actually in time it's like building blocks it's being built up and i think that the magic happens when you're able to acknowledge each stage of that you can acknowledge yourself in every stage of your learning and say okay at this stage I'm just beginning to learn the interventions that I'm going to use in counselling. And then the next stage might be building on that by working more and more and more in skills practice and in triads with people on your course. Then, of course, maybe you, you'll move on to placements and working with, with real clients, in inverted commas, and beginning to, to work through with being with real people. 
and then you might at the end come to a place where you qualify and you're then about to go out into private practice or go out into working um, for, a, for an organisation or, or a company and then you'll be in a different phase again. So it's about remembering that whatever phase you're in, you're always going to be learning and it's okay to not know all the answers right now. And I don't think you'll ever know all of the answers. And maybe that's okay. It's okay to accept that. I think that the biggest thing through my own kind of self-confidence road has been around supervision. I will talk a heap about this in another episode, but I believe that supervision is is one of the main keys to helping to build the self-confidence. We can build lots of it within ourselves, and I absolutely invite you all to do that, to really build your own self-confidence but sometimes when we want a little bit of extra help and and guidance and support our supervisor is a really good sort of person to turn to in that and it feels as if supervisors have a responsibility to me it feels like a supervisor has a responsibility to help take care and to nurture that bit of you that is feeling underconfident and to help you to find ways to build that or to fill in any knowledge gaps that you might have and find ways to really embrace what you do have and what you can offer to clients. And I think that if in supervision you're not getting that, then that's quite an important part of, of the process, in my opinion. And that's something to consider, isn't it? It's absolutely something to consider thinking about. So if you're finding that you're going through supervision and you're not coming out of it feeling uplifted and feeling like yeah I'm doing an okay job here things are going okay then really question why that might be you know is your supervisor giving you what you need or are you not telling your supervisor and showing the vulnerability that you have in able you know there is a vulnerability isn't there in saying I don't know if I'm doing a very good job of this or I'm really struggling with this today there's a vulnerability in doing that so I would say to go into your supervision with the real sense of it's okay to not know. It's okay to go in and say, I am stuck. I don't know what to do with this person. I don't know how to help this client. I don't know whether what I'm doing is good enough with them. Take it all in and show your supervisor that vulnerable bit of you and let them help you to overcome that feeling of underconfidence because it really eats into us, doesn't it, when it happens that way by imposter syndrome and feeling like we shouldn't be there we shouldn't be doing what we're doing and I think it's the role of a good supervisor to really help you to feel confident in your ability and confident in what you're offering to clients because what you are offering as I said in previous episodes is magical you're offering somebody so many things that empathy non-judgment you're offering them all of those things and allowing them to really bring themselves into the room that's the magical bit and i think that it's about remembering that what you are doing is absolutely enough um, and that everything that you're offering right now will change and develop just as everything else does in life so i hope all of that helps when you look at it in this way and i hope that it is useful to you really do think about showing those vulnerabilities to your supervisor and letting them know that this is a difficult thing. If you haven't got a supervisor yet because you're not yet on placement, you know, I wonder what it would be like to talk to your course peers about this. I wonder whether they might also say that they feel the same. 
but it is important to get into this idea of self-talk in a very kind and positive way because the road that you're on is quite a difficult one it's not an easy thing to to qualify and to do this type of work so just be kind to yourself throughout all of that really be kind because you deserve that well that feels like a really a really in-depth kind of talk about that and I hope that some of that has been useful to you and if it sort of sparked anything off you know please let me know if there's anything that you want to comment on or something that you've experienced in this way please let me know it feels like it's such an important topic doesn't it and it feels like I know that I'll revisit this in many times probably in different forms but there will always be a thread of self-confidence going through my episodes I'm sure because you know it just feels like it's such an important part of everything that we're all trying to achieve it can be such a tough and super scary journey but when we piece it all together like this and to realize that all we need to do is begin to be kind to ourselves I like that that's quite a good way of putting it isn't it thank you for joining me today it is great to have you with me if you want to strike up a conversation or ask any questions let me know about your own training perhaps please come and find me on facebook details are in the show notes below and don't forget the review would be a massive help have a really really great week and enjoy the weather looking forward to creating something new for next time take care bye bye